Welcome to Bradley's Micro Board Review, where we try to make your board's review for microbiology a little less painful. But, I mean, we're not magicians or anything. This still sucks. Today is March 11th, and I'm going to give you one more reason why dogs are better than cats and why you should never, ever drink raw milk. Cat scratch fever is caused by the bacterium Bartonella hensilae, which is transmitted via a cat scratch. But it can also be transmitted when a cat gives you sweet kiki kisses and rarely transmitted through a tick or flea bite. Therefore, this is mostly associated with people who have recently adopted a kitten and often associated with children because they're more likely to get scratched by said new kitten. A patient is going to present with cat scratch fever within two weeks after the scratch occurs. It will cause a formation of papules at the inoculation site, which is usually the hand because cats have a love-hate relationship with getting pets. The draining lymph nodes will become severely swollen, not at a bubo level, but definitely swollen. It will also accompany fever, muscle aches, and fatigue. This organism loves to infect endothelial cells and macrophages. If it spreads from the site of a scratch, it can cause problems in other organs that are very vascularized like the heart, liver, or spleen, and it can cause endocarditis if it spreads to the heart. If it spreads to the skin in patients with AIDS, it can cause bacillary angiomatosis, which is when the bacteria forces those endothelial cells to proliferate causing the formation of hyperpigmented or flesh-colored benign tumors. These are going to mimic Kaposi's sarcoma, which also occurs in this patient population, so it's important to do a biopsy to explore the cause of the formation. Bacillary angiomatosis will have a neutrophilic infiltration because it's caused by the presence of a bacterium, whereas masses caused by Kaposi's sarcoma will have a lymphocytic infiltrates. If this bacterium spreads to the liver, it can cause bacillary peliosis, which is the hyperproliferation of the capillaries in the liver. This will cause the formation of large cysts filled with blood. This can be fatal if not treated appropriately. It has been associated with reactive arthritis, causing uveitis, urethritis, and arthritis after the organism has been completely cleared, so it's important to follow up with these patients. To diagnose cat scratch fever, it's best to use serologic testing to test for anti-Bartonella hensilae antibodies. This is because the organism is fastidious and hard to culture. It's also hard to stain, forcing you to use a silver staining or warthrin starry staining to visualize the organism. Cat scratch fever is usually self-limited and will resolve in one to four months. It's not clear whether utilizing azithromycin actually speeds up resolution or not. However, if it's not cat scratch fever, you definitely need to treat with antibiotics, and which one will depend on the location of the infection. Brucella species organisms are very common in livestock and wildlife animals. They are transmitted to humans through the consumption of contaminated dairy products, especially unpasteurized milk and goat's milk. It can also be transmitted through direct contact with the animals and inhalation of their droppings. 
Once transmitted, this organism will infect macrophages, which help to disseminate the organism throughout the body. Brucellosis is characterized by irregular waves of fever and resolution, which is where the name undulating fever comes from. Symptoms that typically accompany this are weakness, muscle aches, chills, arthritis, lymphadenopathy, and often drenching night sweats with a particularly moldy odor. Brucella species can disseminate into basically any organ in the body, causing the formation of granulomas or abscesses. To diagnose, culturing can be performed, but this organism is particularly fastidious and is slow-growing, so most physicians prefer serologic testing. Brucella species should be treated with doxycycline because that antibiotic is very good against intracellular organisms. Now let's take all that knowledge and bring it to the boards. A 29-year-old female presented with anemia, hypotension, and an unintended weight loss of 9 pounds over the course of one month. Past medical history revealed that one month ago, she presented to the clinic with intermittent fever, anorexia, profuse sweating, malaise, headache, neck and shoulder pain, and arthralgia for the past three days. An influenza infection was suspected, and she returned home. A current physical examination revealed hepatosplenomegaly with pain. Laboratory studies reveal neutropenia and lymphocytosis. She works as a laboratory technician and handles goats infected with brucella melantensis. What is the most appropriate treatment? Is it A, azithromycin, B, penicillin, C, doxycycline, or D, metronidazole? Luckily, we have a clue to this infectious agent. She has potentially been exposed to brucella species through her job as a scientist. The next step is to see if her symptoms are characteristic for brucellosis. Brucellosis is characterized by a variable fever, weakness, aches, chills, arthritis, night sweats, and malaise. It's transmitted by an exposure to unpasteurized dairy products or handling animals, especially cows and goats. The sign of hepatosplenomegaly is probably due to the organism taking residence in those organs and replicating. The neutropenia is a sign of chronic, unresolved bacterial infection. The lymphocytosis is most likely the body trying to compensate for the loss of the neutrophils. Choice A, azithromycin, is a macrolide that is commonly used for chlamydia trachomatis, atypical pneumonia, and respiratory infections like pneumonia, strep throat, middle ear infections, rhinosinusitis. This antibiotic binds to bacterial ribosomal subunits and inhibits protein translation. Choice B, penicillin, is best against gram-positive organisms and spirochete bacteria. Since brucella species are gram-negative, this is not the best choice. This works by stopping the cross-linking of peptidoglycan. Gram-positive organisms have a very thin layer of peptidoglycan, making them more susceptible to lysing if those few layers are disturbed. Choice C, doxycycline, is particularly good against intracellular organisms. And since brucella species prefer to be intracellular, this antibiotic is preferred. 
Doxycycline works by binding to bacterial ribosomes and inhibiting protein translation, causing the death of the cell. Choice D, metronidazole, is typically used for anaerobic bacteria and protozoal organisms. This forms free radical species, which damage DNA, causing the death of the cell. Therefore, the correct answer is C, doxycycline. A 38-year-old male presents with a new-onset skin lesion for the last six days. Vital signs are significant for a temperature of 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Past medical history is significant for a five-year history of untreated HIV infection. One week earlier, the patient was scratched by his cat. The next day, the lesion began to form and has since slowly increased in size. Physical examination reveals a single erythematous papule on his right knee located very close to the site of the scratch. Right inguinal lymphadenopathy is also present. If this remains untreated, what potential complication could occur in this patient? Is it A, squamous cell carcinoma, B, bacillary angiomatosis, C, myonecrosis, or D, severe scarring? First, diagnose the patient. The patient is presenting with a single red lesion and draining lymphadenopathy that formed soon after the scratch from a cat. This is highly suggestive of cat scratch fever. Cat scratch fever is characterized by a recent exposure to a feline via scratch, bite, or saliva, and causes the formation of a single or a few erythematous papules that might be pus-filled near the site of the scratch and swelling of the draining lymph node. It might also present with fever, muscle aches, and fatigue. It is caused by Bartonella species bacteria, particularly Bartonella hensley. Choice A was squamous cell carcinoma. Bartonella hensley is not associated with the formation of any cancerous growths. Choice B, bacillary angiomatosis, is the formation of violaceous skin masses due to the dissemination of Bartonella hensley. This bacterium infects the endothelial cells, triggering proliferation and wound healing, which can force hyperproliferation, forming bacillary angiomatosis. This is not a cancerous growth and can be completely resolved with antibiotic treatment. Choice C, myonecrosis. Bartonella hensley is not associated with myonecrosis, even in severe infections. Myonecrosis is a severely destructive muscle infection that is often necrotic. Choice B, Bartonella hensley as cat scratch fever is self-limiting and usually heals completely within one to four months. It is not clear if antibiotic treatment speeds this up or not. However, there is not scarring involved in this healing process. Even if it causes bacillary angiomatosis, once the lesions heal, there is no scarring afterward. Therefore, the correct answer is B, bacillary angiomatosis. You can find our study calendar, a guide on how to study microbiology specifically for the boards, our contact email address, and references used to make this episode at thebradleylab.wordpress.com. 
If you found an error or would like to discuss any of this information, please leave us a voice message in the show notes. If you appreciated this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend. This podcast was written and edited by me, Jillian Bradley. See you tomorrow.